Wow, what a welcome. Thank you. I feel like I'm at an Amway meeting or something. That's exciting. He mentioned magic. Did you need something? Hey, remain standing. I don't normally do this, but it, it is so cool. How about a hand for the lead singer of ACDC? I mean, I think that's just fan that's fantastic. Yeah. Wow. This church is incredible. I mean, celebrities everywhere. In the foyer, I met Tom and Jerry. It's just incredible here. I'm not kidding. It's a couple named Tom and Jerry. It's great. I uh, always loved Troy's work as Captain Steubing on the love boat many years ago. I mean, so there's just a lot of connections. But he mentioned magical illusion. Wouldn't it be incredible if I could take this ketchup bottle and make it vanish right before your eyes? Check it out. Yes, it's gone. The hard part is getting it to come back. You don't seem real impressed. Although this Amish guy is really laughing. That's good to see. I love, love that beard. Loved your work with, um, what's the name of that band? ZZ Top. This whole audience is really into secular rock music, and I just want to affirm that. She, she's like, ZZ Top. Okay, anyway, this is kind of a silly trick. Let me try to make the ketchup vanish. All right. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm kind of wasting your time. Sorry about that. Anyway, oh, thank you very much. Thank you. By the way, if you'd like to see me, Adam Christing, on America's Got Talent on November 13th, please write in and contact them because I'm open that night. Okay? <laughs> well, Troy mentioned Clean Comedians. We actually have this organization, cleancomedians.com, and I'm the founder, and I blew it. Well, first we came up with our motto, it doesn't have to be filthy to be funny. Do you, do you like that idea? Cool. Well, little problem, I blew it because I had about, uh, I don't know, a hundred, hundreds of copies of a flyer printed and there was a typo on that motto. And we sent this to churches and corporations and theaters and instead of saying it doesn't have to be filthy to be funny, it said this, Clean Comedians is an association of professional comedians who believe it doesn't have to be funny. It just, you know, <laughs> takes the pressure off me. But yeah, I've been under some pressure. I'm, I'm in a 12-step group now for compulsive talkers. It's, yeah, it's called On and On and On. It's, it's been very effective for me, yeah. And after about 12 years of intensive therapy, my psychiatrist said something to me the other day that, that brought tears to my eyes. He said, no hablo inglés. Anyway, a lot of these jokes hit you at lunchtime and you will, you will bust up. It'll, it'll be great, yeah. We're gonna have a great, time this morning. And you know, sometimes when people think of church, they're really thinking of churches. They're thinking of denominations, and there's controversy and all that. And I've always wondered, you know, like, uh, why are there all these differences? Like, recently, the Mormon church just bought Starbucks. They wanted to be Latte Day Saints. Not sure if you heard about that. She's explaining the joke to her husband. This is good. <laughs> what do you get when you cross a Jehovah's Witness with an atheist? Someone who knocks on your door for no apparent reason. Yeah. Yeah. You heard about the atheist funeral? All dressed up, no place to go. <laughs> yeah. So I was asking my grandma, see, I grew up in a, in a Baptist kind of a background, and I asked my grandmother, why are there all these differences? She said, oh, it's so simple. Here's how to remember it. She said, you know, most Jewish people do not recognize Jesus as the Messiah. Protestants do not recognize the Pope as their authority. 
Baptists do not recognize each other at the liquor store. You know, so they're just, there are these differences. <laughs> You're laughing in shifts now here at Green Bay. This is really fascinating. But this is really, truly an awesome church, and I love what uh, Troy mentioned about illusion. I want to add this little piece here. Everything you see us do, and last night we did a, uh, an illusion show, it is a trick. It's pretend the person with the real power rose from the grave. And not only did he do that, but he literally purchased us. The way the Bible ends in Revelation, it says he purchased men, women for God from every tribe, language, race. We really are community, and it's about time we celebrate that. And so to help us do that, I want you to welcome my friend. He's been featured on Masters of Illusion, Taylor Hughes. Bring him out. Thank you. My name is Taylor. I'm from Los Angeles, California. What's your name? Cool. I think I got it. I think I got it. Uh, this really is all about community. I love that your church is called community. That's so cool because people have different views of what Christianity is supposed to be about. I had a friend who would never go to church with me as a kid because he said his dad told him church was like people's court. Really, really. His name was Jesse. I said, come to church with me. He's like, no, my dad said it's just like people's court. He says, uh, you sit on a wooden bench and a guy gets behind a podium. He yells at you wearing a robe and before you can leave, you got to give him money. <laughs> I never understood church being like that. I love that we get creative with sharing our faith. I mean, we've got a great story to tell. Would you agree? When I was a kid, there wasn't a lot of, yeah, yeah, we can clap for that. <laughs> when I... When I was a kid, there wasn't a, there wasn't a lot of creativity in church. We just had Jesus in a flannel graph. Uh, anyone remember the flannel graph? For those of you who don't know, this is how high-tech church was when I was a kid. Teacher would come out with a felt board that was like a picture, like a background. And then she would have a series of like, uh, you know, paper dolls made out of felt that would stick to the background and she would tell stories from the Bible. Well, I always thought it was funny because, you know, it was two dimensional. So they couldn't really like put Jesus in the tomb. They'd just like slap a rock on him. <laughs> He'd always have like an arm or a leg sticking out, you know. <laughs> Some kid in the back would be like, Jesus is waving. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> right, you know? But church is incredible because we all play our parts, each and every one of us. And that's what we have to celebrate is the body of Christ working together. It's not about a single individual piece, a single individual role, a superstar Christian who stands on a stage and impresses us with all their wisdom and knowledge. It's actually about each person working together, using the gifts that God has given them, all the parts in unison, doing their part. Watch this. The body of Christ is not just about superstars. It's about the unique gifts and ability. You see, God's given you gifts that we don't have. He's given uh, me a lot of weaknesses that you don't have. <laughs> but the truth is it's all of us coming together, joining together as one, that make church. Some places pretty awesome, yeah? Hey, in fact, uh, to demonstrate community, I want to get a couple people up here to help me. I'm looking for a couple ladies to come on up and help us. You see that? That was called that's showmanship. Isn't that cool? People go to school for that. Let's, uh, let's do this. Uh, I want to get a couple uh, ladies to help me out. What is your name? Melinda. Melinda. Nice to meet you. Would you come on up and please have a seat right here? Big hand for Melinda, everybody. And uh, let's see. Hello. How are you? Good, good, good. Would you, would you come on up as well? Your name? 
Becca. Becca, Becca, would you have a seat right over here next to Melinda? In fact, uh, Mike, would you mind moving uh, her, her seat over here just to, yeah, it's okay. These rehearsals are so important. Thank you, Mike. Big hand for Mike, making everything work for everyone backstage. Awesome. Hello, how are you guys? Good to see you. Good to see you. Hi, hi. Your name? Dave. Dave. Nice to meet you. Dave. Uh, deck of cards. Oh, that's a phone. <laughs> Uh, deck, of, deck of cards, deck of cards. When I was a kid, I wanted to do card tricks, but my mom wouldn't let me. She was a good Christian household. She was convinced if I played cards, I'd grow up to be a gambler. So she made a rule. The only way I could do a card trick was if someone else was in charge of the cards. So we're going to pass out the cards first. You get to choose one. Just say stop whenever you want, Dave. Stop. stop right there. Take the card. Don't show it to anybody. Keep it a secret. We'll come back to you in just a moment. All right, ladies, here's what we're going to do. This is so exciting. Are you ready? Very cool. I see you guys. You guys were all dressed up for church. This is cool. So, that, is, that is an element of church, the, the game. Uh, would you step up one, one moment? I'm just going to move you just a little bit closer and have a seat right here. Your name for everyone one more time? Melinda. Melinda and? Becca. Melinda and Becca. Melinda, I'm going to give you a deck of cards. I'd like you to take those cards and just uh, count ten cards one at a time right here. Everyone count with her. One, two, three, four. Five, yeah, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Give her a big round of applause, everybody. Yes, good job. Playing cards in church, yay. Take the cards. And Becca, would you sit on those? All the way in the middle. All right, count ten more. It'll make, it'll make sense. It'll make sense. Count ten more right here. Everyone count with her. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Fantastic. High five. High five. Take your ten cards. Please sit on them. The rest of the cards we don't need, we're going to get rid of them. Ladies and gentlemen, this is where it gets weird. <laughs> As if it's not already. What we're going to do is we're going to attempt right now to move some of those cards. We're going to have some of the cards move. They're going to travel from under Becca's seat. They're going to go through the air, and they're going to land invisibly with the cards that you are sitting on. Now, I'm not going to even choose. Uh, first of all, sir, you chose a card. I'm not going to choose the number. You, you get to choose the number. Whatever card you chose earlier, uh, whatever the value of it is, if it's a five, we'll use a five. Six, we'll use a six. That's how many of your ten cards are going to travel from your seat, and they're going to go over here. Okay? What number do you got? Three. Three. So right now, three cards are going to travel from your stack of ten. They're going to go through the air. They're going to land over there. Okay? Cool. All right. Now, on a cruise ship or at the Magic Castle, we have lights and smoke and special effects creates atmosphere. But here, this is part of the community. We create an atmosphere together when we all come together. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go like this. We're going to go, ooh. Yeah. Then we wait just a second, and then we go, ah. Oh, so cool. Here's the first card invisibly from under Becca's seat. Ooh. We toss it up in the air. Ah. And it lands right there. I know. She just got a little bit taller. Just, thank you. <laughs> Card number two. Here it is, number two. Everyone, there it is. Ooh, invisible. We toss it through the air. Does 13 somersaults, changes direction in mid-flight, and lands under your seat. What? Take that, Chris Angel. Right? Am I right? You said three? One more. Sir, you're not buying any of this, are you? The gentleman in the glasses here. It's okay. What is your name, sir? Nice, loud voice. Jed? Jed. Ready. This one's for you. 
Later on, people will talk about this at the water cooler. They will say, let me tell you a story about a man named Jed. And they will say what we experienced together. You said three. Two cards have traveled. One more. This is for you, Jed. The third and final card goes up in the air. Does 13 somersaults change its direction in mid-flight? And wait for it. It lands in Jed's right pants pocket. But it didn't stop there. It jumped back out of his pocket. (laughs) That joke was for me, Jed. Thanks for playing along. And it landed there. So now three of the cards have traveled from here to here. But ladies and gentlemen, anybody can do that. The hard part is to make them go back. We'll stop, we'll stop, we'll stop. Please stand to your feet. Please step behind the chair, gather your cards there. And Becca, would you one at a time, count them nice and loud, drop them on the chair, everyone count with her, here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. What? Please stand to your feet, gather your cards. Remember, you counted those cards, you sat on them before he even told us what number to use. Count nice and loud, everyone, here we go. One, two, three, Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Give the ladies a big hand. Thank you so much for helping. Thank you so much. You can have a seat. Thanks so much. Wow. You're probably thinking, Adam, that puts a lot of pressure on you to do something amazing. Well, When you see a a great illusionist, you might expect him to take a wrinkled handkerchief, wave it into the air, reach inside of it, and produce a beautiful dove. But I don't do that kind of magic. I do the pretend kind, so let me just fold that dove up like this. Okay, great. So anyway. (laughs) Sorry, thank you. Yeah. We're talking about how community is a game changer, and Taylor, I think that means we need to play a game. And so can you tell us, can you grab some contestants from the audience and please do it in a very random kind of a way? Absolutely, folks. Uh, we do, don't worry, we are untrained professionals. And so we know what we're doing. We chose these folks uh, earlier. Uh, they've been pre-selected at random. And I have their names. Zach LaCroix. Abraham LaCroix. Come on Mark, down. Mark Smith and Brent Reiner. Let's bring them on up. All right. How are you doing, man? Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Hi, how are you? Great to see you guys. Why don't you stand up here uh, behind this podium? Great to see you. Are you, yeah, up here. Are you guys all related? Brothers? Cool. What many of you may not know, they've got different haircuts now, but these are the two remaining members of One Direction. (laughs) The the rest have gone in separate directions, which is totally (laughs) ironic. And that's cool. Plus... One of the surviving members still from Nirvana. I mean, this is fantastic. So that's just, that's just great, Taylor. You know, before we go any further, this, I wasn't planning to do this, but Bobby, just real quick, we met earlier, and as you know, I'm a magician. Recognize this. No? <laughs> Sorry. I guess, I guess that's mine. Um, Taylor, <laughs> we're going to need some more people to compete against these amazing Young men. Absolutely, absolutely. Excuse me, just one second. Just, we're doing a game. I need some prizes. <laughs> <laughs> just, just. 
Okay, let's uh, let's get some couples up, Adam. How about that? Yes. Any uh, any happily married couples? Wow. Wow. That was overwhelming. We have a group that meets on Friday for the rest of you. <laughs> no, how about uh, any couples, period? Any couples at all? Taylor, right here in the front row is a couple. Oh, uh, wow, yes. She, she raised his hand. So, That's yeah, awesome. yeah. Why don't you come awesome. on down? Come on up, guys. Come on up. And let's get one more couple to play with them on a team. Uh, yes, hello. I see you're raising your hand, and you have someone with you there. That's awesome. Give these two couples a big round of applause. Awesome. Yes. Thank you. Thank All right. That's a, Taylor, that a that Ravens jersey? Just checking. <laughs> That's great. Taylor, it's great to see you. So, so married couples here? That's great. My wife, I'll be honest, we've had a few issues. We've been married 15 years, my wife and I. She says I'm really nosy. At least she keeps writing that in her diary. But it's, it's great to see people connected like this. So we need one representative from each team to have a face-off with our very high-tech game show apparatus. So, yes, here we go. Great. The guy from Nirvana is ready. You've heard of Family Feud. We're going to play Friendly Feud. Oh, look at those graphics, Adam. Yeah, that's a neat. Cool. Starts off like Mission Impossible. I don't know. Oh, yeah, here we go. So what is your name? Sabrina. Sabrina, and you are? Brent. Brent, what kind of work do you do? I'm a chef. Great. Suddenly it's a different reality show. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, this is your chance to face off because we surveyed 100 people in the Howard vicinity and we asked them the question, name something people consider a snack food. If you know the answer to that question for your team, hit the buzzer. Oh, good. I think you won. Here's your, your opportunity, okay? You're going to name something that people consider a snack food. If you're correct and it's up on the board, you have a chance to play as a team or pass to the married couples team. What is something people consider a snack food? I have to obviously go with cheese. Cheese. Is that going to be okay with you? <laughs> Sorry to wake you up. Let's go back here. Okay. Uh, survey says show us cheese. Oh, you have a chance to steal. Name something considered a snack food. Chips. Chips. You feel good about that audience? Yes. Okay. Is there chips? Yes. You have a chance to pass or play. What would you like to do? We're going to play. They're going to play. Give them a hand. Let's play. Yeah. Friendly feud. All right. Whoa, whoa. Buzzers are going crazy. All right. Check this out. There we go. Let me meet my new friends. Let's see. What is your name? Alyssa. Alyssa. Are you happy to be here? Yes. I believe that's cool. It's a nice counterpart. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. You have a chance to answer this question. There's valuable, valuable prizes that you can win. Not only the purses, but <laughs> incredible rewards in heaven, okay? So name something people consider a snack food. Crackers. Crackers. It's, it's great that your, your parents are applauding. I think that's fantastic. Okay, show us crackers. Yeah. Oh, nicely done. You guys are still alive. What is your name, sir? Dylan. Dylan. I used to have all your albums. Dylan, <laughs> give us something people consider a snack food. Pretzels. Ooh, pretty good. Show us pretzels. 
Oh, you guys are on a roll. Okay, so oh, I, I didn't get your name. Zach. Zach, nice to see you. Just, we do magical illusion. I'm just curious, Zach, do you believe in reincarnation? Um, not really, no. Oh, good, good. I was going to say welcome back. Okay, Zach, <laughs> you have a chance to really move ahead of our musical team over here. Something considered a snack food. Popcorn. These guys are good. We've got experienced snackers. Is there popcorn? Wow. Well, Sabrina, you stole it from these guys. I have a good feeling about what you would say. Snack. I'm going to say fruit. Okay. You've got a lot of support out here in our audience. <laughs> Show us fruit. Oh, she got it. You guys, you guys might win the whole thing. All right, back to you. Have you got a snack? Well, we have fruit. Might as well say vegetables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo! Cool. Suddenly, this whole thing has become a health-conscious game show. Show us veggies. Oh, two strikes. Now, one more, you're out. Now, Dylan, show us a snack. Bread. Bread? That is really good. I mean, I was going to say steaks, but that, I think that's better. <laughs> Have we got bread? Oh, I can't believe that. All right, guys, you have a chance to steal right here. We'll, we'll go down to this gentleman. What is your name? Abraham. That's an awesome name. I am not going to make a joke because I don't want to offend patriots here in the audience. Sorry, wrong name. Okay. Um, one more time, your name? Abraham. Still. Okay, Abraham. <laughs> you have a chance to steal if you can get those last two. Give us a snack. Nuts. All right? You seem kind of angry almost, but that's <laughs> fine. I thought he was talking about me. Have we got nuts? Oh, man. Guys, you're, now your brothers, right? Are, are, is your name like Kennedy or Roosevelt or what, what is your name? Zachariah. So it's like, let's go presidential and biblical. I love this family. This is great. A Abraham is also biblical. I know. Okay, so <laughs> to win it for your team, name a snack. Cookies. That's pretty good. Oh, uh, notice we get a better reaction when things are not healthy. It's fascinating. Have we got cookies? They've won! They've won! Well... We're giving away great prizes all uh, during this. Is this your phone? Is this yours, sir? You expecting uh, somebody? Could I, could I give you a prize? I know you don't. This is a very nice, expensive phone, but no case. You just, you don't have a case. I'll give you one. I'll give you one. Check it out. <laughs> cool. All right, let's get our next two contestants. Come on up. Yeah, come on up. Face off time. Face off time. And we. Are you ready? Are you ready? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Get the bells. All right. Usually people are, are ready. You, you look like you got some pretty good reflexes. Yeah. Well, maybe not. <laughs> um, here we go. 
Question number two. We asked 100 people to name something you did in elementary school gym class but probably couldn't do anymore. Ooh, first on the buzzer. Climb that, like, really tall rope thing that's connected to the ceiling. I'm glad you, you described it was connected to the ceiling. Because when you said it was a tall rope, usually it'd be a long rope. <laughs> Either way, it's challenging. It's challenging. Now, did you really do that in gym class, or did you just, like, see it in a movie on Sandlot or something? Okay. Do we have Climbing the Rope? There it is, right there. Wow. So it's up to you. You have the option. You guys can either take control, or you can uh, pass it over to this team and make them have to answer this question. What do you want to do? Play it. They're going to play it. Head They're going to play. Over, guys. Head back over. All right. So, woo. Here we go. Here we go. Up to you, sir. Are you ready? He's getting some coaching from his team. What is your name, sir? Zachariah. Zachariah, that's right. Zachariah. <laughs> Tell me this, tell me, name something you did in elementary school gym class that you could not do today. Balance beam? Balance beam? Were you like a pre-Olympian or something? <laughs> Very cool. Elementary gym class, balance beam. Do we have balance beam? Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay, right over here, sir. Something, think about it. Elementary school, gym class. You could do it then, you can't do it now. What is it? Dodgeball. You can't dodge a ball now? <laughs> that, that's more of a recess type of game, right? Maybe, maybe it's up there. Did you guys play in gym class? You played dodgeball? Very good, very good. Okay, let's, let's see. Show us dodgeball. Oh, Ooh. I'm sorry. You got one more chance on your team to get this question right, sir. It's coming to you. Right over here, go ahead and name something. You can move a little further away from the podium. That'd be good. No, I mean, <laughs> closer. I'm sorry. That was sarcasm. That's not good in the community of faith, guys, I think. <laughs> Name something. What was something for you that you could easily do then that you can't do now? Floor hockey? Floor hockey. We had that in gym a lot. Yeah. 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 Floor, floor hockey, as opposed to all the other types of hockey. Is it called floor hockey? Okay, cool. I'm pretty good at air hockey. You ever try that one? <laughs> okay. Show me floor hockey. Oh, oh chance to steal. Oh, sorry, you guys have a chance to steal the board in the game. What do you say? What could you do in gym class that you cannot do today? Jump rope. Jump rope. That's a pretty good one. Can I see jump rope? Yeah, let's give him some oh, encouragement. Yeah. All right, sir, how about you? Something in gym class, you could do it then, you can't do it now. Run the mile. You, really? That's a good one. You look like you're pretty in shape. I, I'm not in shape. I, I, I know you can't tell, probably. I wear this jacket, it hides it all. But uh, I'm, on a, I'm on a new diet, Taylor. It's called the BBC diet. It stands for buy bigger clothes. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, I just told my doctor I want to be well-rounded. So... <laughs> Let me see, running, is running up there? It's there, yeah! Wow. All right, sir, you're up. What's something for you? Gym class was able to do, not now. Cartwheels. Cartwheels, cartwheels. I can never do it. Can you, can you do a cartwheel? You used to be able to, though. Have you tried it? What if you could do it? What if this was your Oprah moment and you could pull it off right now? Yeah, come on. Come on over, man, come on, let's give him some encouragement. 
come on. Let's give him, yes, yes, come on. No. Oh, okay. No. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna stand in for the See, that's wheel. team, that's teamwork. That's teamwork right there, okay. Drum roll, everybody, drum roll on the cartwheel. Do we have insurance for this, Pastor Troy? Oh, oh yeah! High five! Let me see his cartwheel on the board. Oh, oh. that looked more like an egg roll to me. That was a very <laughs> weird kind of a thing, but... <laughs> what, what does this mean, Adam? This means that if they can get one answer right, the Nirvana One Direction guys will win this game. One question right. One question right. Who's going who's gonna to answer the question? We've got, we've got four up there. Just one. We don't really have time for a committee meeting. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you say? Is basketball up there? Oh, oh no! Which means this team has won. Let's give them a hand. The married couples. And you guys have won. They've won an incredible prize. You get to return to your seats while they yes. stay up here. Give them a hand, everybody. Thank you so much. And guys, sadly, not only have you guys lost the game, you lost your salvation. We're so sorry about that. No, no, I'm kidding. You can't lose that. Hey, there's something so great about competing. It kind of brings out the fun spirit in us. But the great thing about being the body of Christ is we have the different gifts and abilities, but they're complementary. And so, Taylor, let's do something fun with these four guys. Yes, in fact, right here, sir, tell everyone your name one more time. Brent. Brent. Brent, you, you are a healthy guy. You are a strong guy. You look like you could complete the P90X. <laughs> have you tried it? <laughs> I just watched the DVDs. I was like eating a burrito watching it. Like, I'm, let me see what this is all about first. That's as far as I got. Sir, let me ask you. Come stand right over here, Brent. Uh, in those movies, you know, they have those action movies where there's like battles or there's like ninjas fighting, kung fu kind of action. They always have this one move they do. It is the coolest move. It's when like maybe they're trying to dodge a swing or a laser is coming and they do one of these. And they lean back. And they keep their feet on the ground, but their body is just bent like that. They're just leaning in the air. You know that move? Mm -hmm. Cool. Go ahead and, and just do it for everybody. <laughs> yeah, you just, you, fa you, you face this way. Face this way. Feet straight up and down and just lean. You can't do it? Okay, okay. Would you like to do it, though? If you could, you would like to, right? Here's the deal. As the body of Christ, we are different members working together, but we have one function to serve and to honor God. And there are things that God wants us to do in our life that we cannot do on our own. In fact, we were never designed to live life alone. We were designed to be in community with God and with one another. So I'm going to give you an opportunity right now to actually do that. Would that be so cool? Now, you cannot do it alone, so we're going to have the help of some friends. What I want you to do is you're going to sit Face that way. You're going to sit wrongly in this chair. Yeah, just sit down like that. Perfect. I'm going to bring this chair over here, sir. And I'd like you to sit facing that direction, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, face, face that direction and just sit like that. Perfect. Sir, you're going to do the same thing, but you're going, to face, uh, you're going to face that direction. So come around this way. 
face that wall, sit back like that, perfect, and sir, you're going to do this one more time, if you would move your foot in just a little bit there, thank you so much, awesome, and uh, you, actually, would you, would you turn around, yes, yeah, perfect, yeah, that's great, perfect, and would you face the back of the room like this, yeah, go ahead, awesome, perfect, scoot forward just a little bit, hey, Taylor, can we just make a comment about these awesome shoes, can you just stand for a moment, these, these shoes are fantastic, I mean, does the gutter alley know that you've taken them over the bowling place? Those are beautiful. I just, I just wanted to honor those, those shoes. Go ahead and have a seat. Great. Awesome. Gentlemen, do you trust God? Yeah. Do you trust one another? Sure. Do you trust the church body? Yes. And do you trust me? Yes. <laughs> that was a sinister yes. <laughs> All right, here we go. Hold your arms. Cross your arms like this. And everybody just lean back on each other. Go ahead and lean back, lean back, lay down. Just perfect. This is totally normal. Don't worry. We do this, <laughs> we do this every week at church in L.A. Okay. Feet in like that. Feet straight on the ground. Perfect, perfect. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm just going to have you lift up like this. The body of Christ, just lift your back up. The body of Christ, when we work together, we're able to accomplish things. Go ahead and lift up a little bit. That we could not do on our own. It just would not be possible to do these things on our own. In fact, whoa. One more. No way. Show them as we lift up. Ladies and gentlemen, when the body of Christ works together, we're able to achieve things we could not do on our own. Let's give them a big Unbelievable. Yeah. That's awesome. Everybody, you just stand up for just Stand up so you can really see right this. There. And gentlemen, just, yeah, just gentlemen, put your hands out about this far apart, if you wouldn't mind. Gentlemen, put your hands about this far apart. Ladies, put your hands together. Everybody just looking up. Smiling nice and big, fantastic. Just want to show my mom I got a standing ovation. <laughs> Great. Here we go. Let's slide the chairs back down. You guys can have a seat. You guys can have a seat just like this. Go ahead, just like that. One more right here. <laughs> and the last one right over here. Perfect. Or Thanks so much for doing that on your own. He did a great job. Give him a big Give him a big everybody. round of applause. Guys, thanks so much. Wow. It's sure been a, a blessing for us to be with you guys. We love this church. The chairs we have problems with, stay. Have you noticed that when people get upset, they never say the names of other religious leaders besides Jesus? Have you noticed like you get a paper cut, you never go, oh, Buddha. <laughs> you stub your toe, oh, Confucius, that really... Get mad at somebody at work, Muhammad. We never hear that, right? But we have heard people say Jesus. Now think about why that is. Because he is Lord and God. It's like they're swearing. It's like they're calling on a higher name. Well, sometimes we forget that Jesus himself prayed for us. In John chapter 17, he prayed for our unity. I have a feeling that Jesus' prayers get answered. So even when we don't feel like it, even when we don't act like it, sort of like in a marriage, I wear this wedding ring whether I'm feeling close to my wife or not because we are married. We are one. And so let's unite our hearts in prayer before Troy comes to wrap up our time. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you that not only are we community, but by your very nature as God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, you are community. And so we want to feel connected to each other. Please remind us that we are indeed one with you in Christ and with each other because of what you've done for us. We pray in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Let's thank Adam and, and Taylor for this morning.
So, so when's the last time that happened for you at, at church, right? <laughs> we played Family Feud. What? Get rid of that pastor. Anyway, we were trying to come up with ways to talk about, when you read your Bible, this amazing blessing it is to be connected together in Christ. See, it's so much different than the, the different organizations you can join today, whether it's the YMCA or a gun club or a hunting group. And those are great. But it's a game changer when Christ is involved. When Christ is involved for the reason why we gather, something supernatural begins to unfold. It's a game changer. Friends, gathering together is not simply sitting in chairs, hearing information, and singing some songs. It's you're a part of something so much bigger than yourself. It's, it's so much bigger. And for us to, to be able to sit back and laugh and to enjoy one another is a blessing that God gives us. We're in this series called Game Changers, and really the question is if you could change something today, if there was something given to you in your life to, to make an adjustment today, would you do it so that it would transform your life tomorrow? Friends, that is faced right with you in this room. The gathering together of Christ followers, there is a blessing and a joy to that that is not an illusion. We, we just saw some illusions, some tricks. It is not an illusion that this church since 2007 has been a part of transforming a world that needs food and water and more importantly, the hope of Christ. That's not an illusion. It's not an illusion that your gifts are helping feeding families, not just from the school district, but from all over the Green Bay and Ocanto area. It's not an illusion that a group of people are so motivated about their trip to Haiti that they're collecting this Sunday morning on their own used soccer equipment to take down. It's not an illusion that men will gather every Saturday morning around a garage theme to talk about the name of Jesus. It's not an illusion that groups will meet midweek to grow their families in Christ here at the church. It's not an illusion that there's a group of people that will go and give meals to people who are grieving. That is not an illusion. That is not a trick. That is not some sort of planned strategy. It's so much bigger than this. The passage this morning that I, I want you to just feel a little bit, and you, we've had really a 35-minute illustration of some of the blessing about being together, to laugh, to enjoy. The psalmist writes this song of an ascent. It means that Jerusalem is on a hill, and uh, they would write songs. They, they called them the songs of the ascent as they were going up to the old city of Jerusalem. And one of those songs is written, it's so beautiful, it's the celebration of being one in God, one in Christ. It says how good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. The writer shouting this, saying how good it is, giving ourselves permission to just be together, be connected, celebrate the great news. Friends, so much of faith today gets wrapped in, uh, it's, it's a hopeless world. Morality is, is a mess. We don't have, we can't place our hope in government and things. And, and yet, in the midst of all that, the scripture says, 
the scripture says that it is good news. And we get a chance every week, whether song and teaching and fellowship, to rally around the reality of the good news. But look at his illustrations here to, to help us understand the power of a community rallied around the person of Jesus Christ, working together, being together. It says it's like a precious oil poured on the head, running down on the beard, running down on Aaron's beard, down the collar of his robe. You can imagine if we were to pour, pour oil on my head right now, it would be uncontrollable. We wouldn't know where it would land. It would run down the sides of my face and down part of my beard, and it would hit my collar and would keep going down. It's a picture. It's, it's a picture of that when God's apart, there is a blessing that just starts to pour all over. You can't control it. The, the great picture here of anointing with oil, it was to firstborn males. It was a blessing to them. It was also done for priests and kings. It was a way to say that God's blessing will pour over and you will not be able to control where that blessing will flow. When the people of God are rallied together, when we sit together and laugh and enjoy the God that loves us, when we, we talk about him, when we, we gather, whether it's in groups during the week, when we serve together here, whether on our campus or off, whether we volunteer, whether we're doing acts of kindness to people, whatever that is rallied around together, we can't control and don't know where that's going to hit people. I've had people come here to community, just the service, or being around some of you and some of the, the different events that we do, and they'll say, there's something about those people, just something I feel. A friend of mine, a business owner in town, I don't even think he's been here ever on a Sunday morning, but he's helped us do a few things, and he'll say, I really like your church people. There's something just about it I feel. And friends, that's the oil running down. That's the blessing of God. You're impacting. There's something so profound about us when we gather together and are rallied around Christ. The blessings that it starts to hit in communities, in homes, with families, with friends, they start to feel that blessing. The other picture is verse 3. It says, it is as if... The dew of Mount Hermon were falling down on Mount Zion. There's a picture there because in Israel, the, the only fresh body of water in all the Middle East is the Galilean Sea. And it's a fresh body of water, and it's fed by the Jordan River, and the Jordan River headwaters where the Jordan River is fed from Mount Hermon and the snow-covered peaks. And the picture is all the way from up there, all the way flowing down, all the way hitting Mount Zion, the city of Jerusalem. Friends, the impact of the body of Christ was never just to be sequestered to an hour and 15 minutes on a Sunday. The blessing of the body of Christ, the community of the body of Christ, the, the bride of Christ that Jesus dies for is so that we dwell together in this unity and we get to watch God do great stuff through us, around us. What it means is a game changer, I would just say this morning, is that you put into your life right now to faithfully be working together in unity. That you, as the Hebrew passage says, you don't forget that being together is so rich. 
whether in a small group, whether in a, a classroom size, whatever, rallied around the person of Jesus, being together is powerful. And you begin to commit to doing that. Not just sitting in a chair, but then beginning to throw your hand in the middle and saying, I, I don't know what I could do. I love that they just pulled up volunteers, right? And it's, there's reluctance, right? It's like a lot of you didn't want to raise your hand. You're probably poking your spouse, do not raise your hand or I'll kill you. <laughs> but I think a lot of what we experience here is like this. I don't know what I can do. I don't, I don't want attention put on me. But when it comes down to it, there's something rich about all of us pulling together. How good and pleasant it is when brothers and sisters in Christ dwell together in unity. Friends, you may not be a part of anything here at Community. You may just attend on Sunday, and we, we would say continue. But if you want that good and pleasant sense, you want that, that blessing of God to begin to pour over you, you dive in. You, f- you figure out how you can step up and just lend a hand. You figure out how you can just be a part and be around. You start to get around it. And God starts to do crazy things through us that we, we can't fool people. It's not an illusion. It's not an illusion that people are coming to Christ here. It's not an illusion that next week we'll baptize dozens of people on this stage because it's for real. The body of Christ is for real. It's not a trick. This morning as we go to our response time, we get a chance to go to communion and we say it often here that going to communion is not a religious tradition. It is a part of our faith practice because Jesus said, do this often to be reminded of the blood sacrifice that he made for us, a God that loved us enough. And Jesus dies for this. He died so that we'd have this, so that we could enjoy life, that we could be a part of his kingdom now, that we could, we could laugh together and cry together and work together and watch God do things all over the world. H- having Audrey here this morning to see the impact of community church friends, that's because God is allowing us in our unity to, to experience a good and pleasant we're getting to experience this blessing that it so goes beyond just what we can imagine. This morning when you go to communion, if you know Christ, you get to celebrate that. And I would encourage you to, to look deep within your own life. Are you enjoying the community? Not just that, are you, are you diving in and getting to know the diversity of people? Some of these people I didn't even know. But it just shows me the depth and the richness of what it means to be a part of the body of Christ. Friends, what a privilege I have. What a privilege you have to have one another. And as we go to communion this morning, I would challenge you to think deeply about that richness that he's provided for you as you look right and left and front and behind you. Father, as we go to communion this morning, would you give us eyes to see the richness and the blessing right before us called your church, the bride. In Jesus' name, amen.